This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, July 8th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. For urban planners, the problem is congestion, and the solution, oddly, is increasing density and spending a smaller share of transportation budgets maintaining roads. Randall O'Toole, a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and author of the new report, Paint is Cheaper Than Rails, Why Congress Should Abolish New Starts, comments. Sustainability has been a kind of a buzzword for a long time, and supposedly sustainability is development that takes into account the needs of current generations without reducing uh, the options available to future generations, and that's a pretty broad term. Uh, The Obama administration, in the guise of uh, the Department of Transportation or Housing and Urban Development and EPA, decided that they would require all metropolitan areas in the country to do sustainability planning, only their definition is much more narrow. Their definition is reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and that's all they care about for sustainability planning. Now, California has kind of pioneered sustainability planning. The state of California passed a law requiring every metropolitan area in California to do sustainability planning. And they, the premise of the law, as stated in the law, is first of all, cars are not going to be ever going to be green. Uh, you're never going to be able to make a car that's green. And second, so therefore what you have to do is force people to live in high dense cities and build a lot of transit so that people will stop driving because everybody knows that transit is greener than cars and high density housing is greener than low density housing. And so uh, San Francisco is one of the first cities in the country or the first regions in the country to do a sustainability plan. And I had the privilege of reviewing that plan recently. Uh, They actually uh, anticipated that they're going to have to tear down 169,000 single family homes to make room for all the multifamily housing that's supposed to be so much more sustainable. Uh, and they say they're going to have so much rail transit, it's going to cost the region $100 billion over the next 30 years just to maintain the rail transit, uh, even though they have 50 times as many miles of highways and are only going to spend $90 billion maintaining the highways. So the point is, <clears throat> for sustainability, they've defined it as greenhouse gases. And for reducing greenhouse gases, they've defined it as the old planner prescription of increasing density and building transit. What is interesting is if you look at the San Francisco plan, you find that the increasing density and and building all this transit reduces greenhouse gas emissions by less than 1%. Now, San Francisco is one of the densest cities in the United States. And it's also one of the most expensive housing markets. That's right. And, and that's a, a curious thing. The, the, the city is the second densest city after New York. The region is the second densest region after Los Angeles. New York is only the fourth or fifth densest. Uh, and <clears throat> be, that's because they drew urban growth boundaries years ago and they never expanded the boundaries. It costs too much to expand a boundary in California. You have to write a $15 million environmental impact report to do it, and so nobody does it. And so they've been building denser and denser development anyway, and that denser and denser development hasn't led to more people riding transit. They've built hundreds of miles of rail transit in the region, and they actually have fewer transit riders today than they did uh, 30 years ago. So. Uh, the, their plans haven't worked, and yet they're continuing to do the same plans. Interestingly, they managed to achieve their goal. The state gave them two goals. 
One was to reduce greenhouse gas emissions per capita by 15%, and the other was to make housing more affordable. They achieved the per capita reductions, not by density, not by transit, but because of exactly what the state said couldn't be done, uh, they're going to make cars that are more fuel efficient and they're going to reduce greenhouse gas emissions that way. Uh, on the other hand, they're not meeting their affordable housing goal. When they're trying to pack more people into a fixed land area, it just makes land more and more expensive. And so they admit that housing is going to be less affordable after this plan is implemented than, than today. And they're doing nothing about it. They didn't even consider an alternative that would make housing more affordable. Now, the president, uh, through various executive agencies, made these edicts years ago uh, for cities to adopt these uh, sustainability uh, goals, why are they just now doing it? Well, the, <clears throat> under federal law, metropolitan planning organizations, that's the regional planning organization for every metropolitan area of 50,000 people or more, metropolitan planning organizations have to write new plans every five years. And so it was in about 2009 or 2010 that the secretaries of transportation, housing urban, urban, and urban development, and director of the EPA wrote a memorandum of agreement that they would require metropolitan areas to incorporate these things into their plans. Uh, but those plans are just now being written because it's, you know, it takes a while to write the regulations and then it takes a while to write the plans. And so we're starting to see cities all across the country write these similar kinds of plans. And I I'm pretty sure what we're going to be seeing is the same thing as in San Francisco. Okay, uh, we, we define sustainability as greenhouse gases, and we define reducing greenhouse gases as increasing density and transit, and uh, we ignore the fact that those things don't work. So, for example, Lafayette, Louisiana, hardly anything like San Francisco. Uh, it's a much smaller population, about uh, 200,000 people in the region. It's a uh, of course, it's a southern conservative area rather than a uh, blue area like the San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, uh, very different climate, very different geographic type, and yet they wrote a plan that is just like the San Francisco plan. It calls for increasing densities. They only gave their people three alternatives. Do you want to increase density here, here, or here? They didn't give them the alternative of not increasing density. and. Uh, uh, do you want to spend more money on transit here, here, here? They didn't give them the alternative of, of not wasting a lot of dollars on a transit system that only carries less than 1% of all travel in the region. And uh, again, the, it's not going to do anything about reducing greenhouse gas emissions. It's not going to do anything towards promoting what real sustainability is. All it does is it meets planners' preconceived notions of what ought to be done and how Americans ought to live. Randall O'Toole is a senior fellow with the Cato Institute and author of the new Cato Report, Paint is Cheaper Than Rails, Why Congress Should Abolish New Starts. You can get your copy at Cato.org.